Please be seated. Before I get into the sermon, I would like to remark just for a moment on that opening hymn, number nine, in the hymnal. It uh, contains a it is a it is a hymn built on the poetry of a Church of England, England priest named Geoffrey Studder Kennedy. You could see his name at the bottom of the page. Uh, it's a beautiful piece of poetry, and uh, if you ever get a moment, not during the sermon. You might just read that rather than only sing it. And uh, a final thing on Stutter Kennedy is that, of course, a hundred years ago this year, the worst war the world had ever seen, unprecedentedly destructive, was just getting started. And Stuttart Kennedy delivered extraordinary service to the British soldiers as uh, an army chaplain. Now here comes the stewardship sermon, (laughs) sometimes known as the Sermon on the Amount. I'd like to spotlight a small but poignant and theologically packed moment in the church service. Upon the occasion of a birthday, anniversary, or other significant event, good or not so good, we pause in church to acknowledge that our lives are in the divine hands. And as we navigate through the changes life brings, what remains constant is that we are held in the hands of God. Even at the end of one's time, at the transition into eternity, this is reaffirmed. Into your hands I commit my spirit. We may never be more conscious of our relatedness to the divine, able to see and feel ourselves as held in God's hands than on occasions of great joy. A most joyous moment in my life was the births of our daughter and of our son. Each was a miracle of God to me, as was and is their mother, but not in the sense in which that confession can be held against me in uh, domestic disputes. (laughs) Anyway, the hands of God that held our little family together were visible enough to me. The church is the custodian of the assurance that all our lives in their various times 
are in the hands of God. I'd like to give you an African take on the loving hands of God. Some of you know about the work we do in Malawi villages to help people struggling with HIV. A short film was just released about what we do. In that, one of our African coordinators, a nurse, by the way, named Edna Bolaconia, is helping a seriously ill and socially isolated woman with an advanced HIV infection. Edna tells the camera that the patient feels heartbreakingly alone, which typically is due to stigma, and that she needs medications, which we do give her, but that without love from family and friends, quote, there is no hope. Meeting the patient where she is, helping her, caring about her, causes her, says Edna, to think, maybe I am a person in this community. Watching this film, I thought of all the effort we put into verifying our outcomes by rigorous monitoring and evaluating and conducting operations research. All the work crafting an airtight financial pipeline so not a penny of our donors' funds gets misdirected. All the time spent writing scholarly publications to demonstrate our competence and innovation in the international AIDS community. I thought of all the hiring we do of people with appropriate credentials to certify our capacity to do this work. But here is a nurse on the ground with a gentle smile saying that what we really do is love the people. And that that's what actually they need. Their churches remind them that this is what counts. And our churches remind us of the same. Near the film's end, Edna Bolaconia faces the camera again and says simply, so love is very important. And truly it is. The church is our resource to tell us that and that all the love we give and receive ultimately comes from God. Finally, another time when we may notice the divine hands holding us is during a wedding when we might feel joy and the adventure of a new future 
just opening up. Not many years ago, Sally and I traveled to Montana. We're a little bit north of Yellowstone Park, against the big sky. I performed the marriage ceremony for my niece and her fiancé. It was a beautiful wedding for an attractive young couple in a picturesque place, and friends and family from near and far were there to feel and pass along the love. The lives of bride and groom were almost visibly in the divine hands that day. But in another time, the joy and the love depart, and terrible pain can seep in. The hands of God still hold, perhaps all the more, but we can't feel them. A few weeks ago, I retrieved from the mail a small envelope mailed from White River Junction, Vermont. It contained a card with a photo of the couple's four-year-old daughter. Seven months ago, she had died in an unbelievable accident at a daycare center. Her coat had caught on something, and while the woman who ran the facility was distracted in helping another child, this little girl was held only two inches off the ground where she suffocated before she was noticed. As a priest, I've seen my share of sorrow, and as a human being, I've experienced my share. But the grief attending the death of this child was, I believe, the most wrenching I have ever seen. I tell this story because our niece and her husband, the little girl's parents, contacted their friend, a Lutheran pastor. He bore faithfully with them through everything. The church was there, and in its way, it pointed to a realm where dying and sorrow are no more, but the hands of God holding this child in love eternal. Few other institutions do that. Our times, even the bad ones, are in the hands of God and the church bears witness to that. The connection between all I have tried to say and your and my stewardship of the church is simply 
that the church may be all we have to remind us of a love that holds us at the deepest level in our times of good and not so good. The church points imperfectly to a love the world cannot give or take away. The church is worth protecting and preserving as it was preserved for us. I hope all of us will be generous in our tangible support of it. Oh God, our times are in your hands. Look with favor, we pray, on all your servants. Grant that we may grow in wisdom and grace and strengthen our trust in your goodness all the days of our life. Amen.